Thank you so much for downloading the episode today on the show. Paula is back. She's still a little sick, but she's granted us a little time from her rest so that we can discuss the ill effects of insomnia, something that we have all experienced. We also talk a little about diet and shopping in the middle of the night in a sleepy stupor. We also have two incredibly epic, ugly, and awkward moments. We read them, we discuss them, and we award points. If you have any, by all means, send it to us through our Facebook page or our Twitters. You can find us easily on Facebook under UglyTruth.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I'll take on the world! Paula? Jeez, that is so naughty. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 262. Ugh. <laughs> I was wondering how that was going to go down. Hold on. <laughs> At least some sound came out. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. Sickest girl in the world. That's all I wanted to say. You are the sickest girl in the world. Producer Dub had a joyful time on Sunday's show, taking your place. Good. He always enjoys getting a little mic time. He was a little salty with me, though. You guys always argue when you're on the air together. He's like, well, I guess this is another thing I need to edit out. And I said, you know what, attitude? You can just shut your hole. He's like, you're going to talk 90% of the time. Give me my five minutes. Your five minutes of fame. Wow, someone's on the rag. Need to get that tampon changed so we can move on with our lives. You know what? It's just he I don't know. He he always thinks that he doesn't realize that I'm like this all the time. It's just that it's kind of amplified when he's like facing me and hearing the voice we're literally watching the words leave my mouth when he recognizes like, wow, you really are a salty person. I'm like, I am. I mean I kinda am. I don't know. This is what you guys would be like in like marriage counseling, probably. Paula, I can't even imagine having to do marriage counseling with him. That would probably be like your demise. That'd be worse. You That'd guys, be the nail in the coffin. It would be your unmarriage counseling. <laughs> it, would be, it would be our undoing. If I ever wanted out, I'd be like, I think we need to go to marriage counseling. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I just have some things I'd like to say in a safe area. I want to be in a safe place when I unleash my wrath. <laughs> yeah, so well, welcome back, Ugg. Obviously, you're feeling better because you were willing to do a show with me, which I I really realized how sick you were. And I know I was making light of it with your kids last week, but I really do know that, you know, the scourge is out there and it is not good. Yeah, so. I got this from my son. It's a very mm-hmm. chesty uh, cough Yes. Kind of thing. Um, but I am on the mend, so hopefully I can avoid any doctors and uh, medications. Well, I say that lightly. I've been taking <laughs> every pill in the cupboard. But Yes. Do, has anything worked, or is it just basically keeping you in a fog so you can sleep? Um, the Mucinex, like, 12-hour, that works pretty good. And yeah. so I'll just take that, like, at 8 in the morning and then at 8 at night before I go to bed. But and then I'll just sleep whenever I fall asleep on the couch. 
I am. So. Well, I know we're going to we're going to talk about it, but I have to say that taking a lot of over the counter meds, it doesn't after a while it just doesn't seem to do anything. You know, it just causes like disruption in sleeping cycles or just your functionality in general. Um, this last week while you were sick, 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 I actually got two migraines in a row. Oh, I got no. a migraine. I know. And it has, that hasn't happened in a really long time. So I got a migraine three days with all the medications I could, could fill up my body with. And it just barely staved it off. I was just, you know, after a while, when you have a migraine like that, you just kind of have to suffer with the pain. Yeah. You know, there's really not a lot you can do. And then I had a day and a half of nothing. And then I got another one. Hmm. I couldn't believe it. And it's I think it's hormone related this this time. So I did it again. The second one didn't last as long and wasn't as bad, but it but uh physically it affected me differently. And I think it's because I was still kind of recovering from the first one. Yeah. I got really bad insomnia. Oh. Which is why I found it interesting that you put your item of the for Paula's world, insomnia. Because there is a lot of weird shit that goes down when you're not sleeping. I don't know about you, but I mean, your behavior changes when you've had lack, a lack of sleep. Well, what happened to me was, is that, you know, when you're sick, you sleep a lot. So like right. when the kids were in school, as soon as I dropped them off from school, I came home and like crashed on the couch. And then like basically until it was time to pick them up. I would go pick them up. I would sleep. And so right. the rest is the best thing. And then when I'd pick them up, I'd come back and then like I'd lay on the couch and then sometimes I would fall in and out of sleep while they were like sitting there, you know, playing on their tablets or doing their homework or whatever it was. Olivia claims that I was talking in my sleep saying, it stinks, it stinks, <laughs> it stinks. Oh my God, what? <laughs> So I don't know. Wow. So Paula, I had so many weird dreams. Oh my God. I can't wait to tell you, but go on. I want to well, hear about over yours. the counter meds give you really weird dreams. Oh, they and do. So I was sleeping so much that in the middle of the night when I got up to go pee, sometimes it would like wake me up enough to where I would just go sit out on the couch and just see what's on TV or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And, um, so this one night, <laughs> I got into, I turned on my computer and I said, that's it. I've had enough. I'm tired of clothes that don't fit. And oh, so you decided to go shopping? I went shopping on Amazon mm. and I bought like almost $400 <gasps> worth of clothes. Oh, oh, for you, right? For me. Oh my uh, God. I bought a pair. That must have felt good. I bought a pair of boots. Well, t see, here's the thing, though, is when you're kind of like in and out of consciousness when you're shopping. Yeah. I bought two of the same, sh no, four of the same shirts. Different color? Same colors. Oh. So I have two hanging up, two in the living room that I still have to iron. But Oh, you're going to keep them all? Well, I don't know how to send them back, and I just don't want to <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> so I just... Thank You're doing you the new the, the new trend of just buying the same shirt and pants and wearing the same thing every day. And I'll just that's like that's the new thing. So yeah. you don't have to think about it. I bought a pair of shoes and then I also bought one of those my pillows. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh 
because what? I saw the commercial online. It's just like that guy in the blue shirt with the big cross on, and he's just like, here in Minnesota, <laughs> made in America, we got my pillows, you know? Oh my God. So I you bought know, a my pillow. Man, I'm glad I didn't send you these links my friend sent me. He goes, these would be really funny for your podcast. We get a lot. I get. A, I don't know about you, but I get a lot of messages from friends who listen to our show saying, oh, you should talk about this on your show. I don't know about you, but I get a lot of suggestions. No, I don't. Oh, it's so great. I love it because sometimes they're worth it. But this just reminds me. He sent me. There's these two pillows. One is um, a pillow shaped like a man's chest, and it's, like, made out of memory foam. Oh, I've seen that one before. Does that have the arm that comes around the side? Yes. And then the other one is uh, a latex pillow in the form of a butt. <laughs> Gross. I know. I don't I'm know why you want that. But butt. Well, maybe you don't, but there might be a man who does. They're called uh, the buttress. The butt? They look like girl asses in, in, oh, they look like girl asses in leggings. That's oh. why they're like that. But apparently, oh yeah, you get, what's in the butt box? A <laughs> pillow, a pillow cover, a mini pillow keychain, a sticker, and a 50% off coupon for another butt pillow. Well, there you have it. <laughs> I'll put the, I'm putting this on our on our Facebook page. This is hilarious. Anyway, uh, so the my pillow you bought one. Yeah, I haven't. Did gotten you think it you yet. needed it? <laughs> Do you need it so you don't have insomnia and spend all their all your money on clothes? Well, so I so finally the clothes started arriving and Victor's just like, what are all these packages? <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God. I bought oh a lot of my clothes. God. And so he's, he's like, just well, like, good, oh, glad. He, that's what he said. He's like, good. I'm glad. He's like, you, you needed clothes. And he's yes. just like, how much did you spend? I'm like $400. He's like, Paula. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh my God. He's like, well, I bought a pillow too. I'm like, but I bought you a, my pillow. And he's like, you bought me a, my pillow. I'm like, well, I said, I had, a coupon code and so i'm like we got two my pillows and then we got the two little mini pillows that came with it oh my god you got a family of pillows and so, so i'm like funny. you know if we travel we can take the little ones with us wow. and then i got a pair of boots oh well i like boots yeah i what do color too, because the cat peed on my other pair <gasps> oh my god why did you rip that cat's urinary track out what am I going to do? He's Ugh. he's 14. I mean, it's just... Why do cats do that? They're such assholes. He is. Cats are assholes. They just are. He just... He refuses to go anywhere but the litter box. He'll poop in front of the litter box. I don't understand animals sometimes. I don't know what to say, but... Well, you know, all the cat experts will be like, oh, well, you know why they're doing that? We don't want to know. We just want them to stop doing it. I just want them to go Google. inside the litter box. We can Google. We know. There's things to do. Whatever. Just stop pissing on boots. That'd be awesome. All the clothes have arrived, and they're hanging up in my closet, so... Are you are you uh, poking them with sticks before you decide to wear one? Well, then I got sick, so I didn't know oh. where, where to, you know, wear them anywhere. And then I like just... Like, I have nothing to do. <laughs> and then I just bought two new pairs of jeans, and oh. I can't stop. I just... I can't stop Don't buying stop. things online. I just... That's funny. I know. Are you using the Ugly Truth web link? I am, but you know, <laughs> Good. It, 
I told Victor, I'm like, it's amazing how well clothes look when they actually fit. I'm like, isn't it? It's just, isn't it surprising? It's surprising. I'm like, wow. I'm like, I don't really look that fat. You <laughs> so. don't. You, if you would just stop wearing men's t-shirts, you would recognize you actually have a nice shape. It's true. It and is you do. true. Men's t-shirts and sweatshirts are uh, the way of yesterday. So Thank God. Burn those things like the wubby. Now I'm wearing shirts that cover my butt and flare out to the side and uh, they look like maternity. So what? Oh, you didn't need to do that. Well, that's what they all that's the style now. That's what everyone's wearing. That is true, especially if you want to wear skinny jeans or leggings with boots. You have to wear a looser top so you don't look like a sausage. Yeah, that is true. I agree with uh, that. We all can't look like J-Lo and wear bodysuits everywhere we go. Yeah, really? So (laughs) I wish I could. If I did, I'd totally rock that shit. Skinny people everywhere. I know. Even male actors. I watched an interview the other day with this male actor and he was wearing like this little tiny suit and I'm just like... (laughs) I'm like, God, you're small. I know. I can't remember who it was I was watching. I think it was Paul Rudd or somebody. And he was he was having doing an interview. And I was looking at how small his shoulders were. And I went, God, he's like the he's like the a woman size six. That's he so is. little. Yeah. My son couldn't fit into that. And he's a rail. And he couldn't fit into whatever little jacket that is. That's like a boy's size 12. We what are went you doing? to the doctor when I took Ryan to the doctor the other day. They weighed him and he was like 137 pounds and he was five foot five. Yeah. And I'm just like, he's already past the point of being a male actor. Like, yeah. It, just, he, it wouldn't work. Are you kidding? He'd go to LA and be like, yeah, I want to be an actor. They said, okay, you're going to have to lose 50 pounds. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do something about, you know, your skin. You're too pale. So. There's some of those UFC fighters, like in the flyweights. Mm, yeah. It's just impossible. That's what they look like. That's you literally know? the size he is, is what a UFC flyweight is. They have Joe Rogan, 135. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'd be like, honestly, like, don't shout it. Just be like 135. <laughs> if you're a girl, you'd be like, oh, thank God. Really? I lost the yeah, last 10 really? pounds. Woo-hoo! I'll take on the world. Yeah, Screaming from the rooftops. Keto works, everyone. It works. That's what Victor's doing. <laughs> hey, keto works. I am a huge proponent. He's trying it. It is hard, and you have to remember to eat your vegetables because it's really easy to get stuck on protein only, and then suddenly you are completely constipated. So you have to eat your greens, but keto keto works. It, it just does. I lost 10 pounds last year on keto, Paula. Wow. 10 pounds. Yes, it absolutely works. I am a part of a really cool group on Facebook. It's it's I can't remember the name of it. It's something naughty. But it's really great because it's all these people who are like, yeah, I weighed 200 pounds and now look at me, I'm 160 and they look awesome. They're so hot and they're just like, we work out together. I have sex all the time. And the other thing is, is it does increase libido. Wow. It really does. And so it's a, it's a good thing. It's really, I mean, if you're, if you're morbidly obese or if you, you know, need a a diet, just a, a lifestyle change, keto is really a good way to start. 
definitely go to a doctor. But yeah, that's my doctor was like, I'm all in on this. <laughs> you know, he was all in on it. And it works. It works. That's so. like eating fat, right? You can eat. Uh, it's it's protein based. You can't have any carbs. And it, like the first two weeks, you eat no carbohydrates. So no bread, no rice, no pasta, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, no sugar. So that means like no juice, no, yeah. no alcohol. It's you know, and I'm being really basic about it. But, you know, the avocado becomes your best friend. Yeah. You know, cauliflower replaces potatoes. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard when you're used to just grabbing a bag of chips and eating if you're hungry or whatever. But Mm -hmm. and it's really hard if your kids are taking lunch to school or whatever, because they eat a lot of carbs. So it it is difficult, but um, there are ways there are ways to do it. And um, I'm living proof. I'm living proof. And I haven't gained it back, which is also a big thing. Wow. So, yeah, people can do it. And and they really, it used to be keto was really meant for bodybuilders because they just couldn't consume enough to build their muscles because you need so much protein to get real bulky and all of that. And, and so they needed it. But it also works for people who need to drop a lot of fat. And it does work. That's good. Yeah, and you use butter, and you use heavy cream, and you don't mm-hmm. really miss it. Actually, for me, it takes about two weeks if I, like, fall off the wagon, which I do. It takes about two weeks to stop craving sugar. Once the two weeks has come to an end, I no longer crave, you know, like, I, I like trail mix and stuff, and there's, like, a lot of sugar in it. And so I can't eat that. And it, it's very difficult <laughs> for me because I don't eat a lot of candy or whatever. And I don't drink soda. So when I stop craving sugar, it, it's just a walk in the park. It's so easy. And of course, they, my family hates it because they, they're big pasta eaters. Oh, right. And so I don't eat a lot. I don't make it very often. So like, when are you going to ever make, you know, macaroni and cheese again? Or are you ever going to do, you know, I don't know, spaghetti? Yeah, right. I make a meat spaghetti squash and they hate it. So much. Daryl will eat it because he'll eat anything that tastes good, but uh, he would much prefer spaghetti. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, who wouldn't? Everyone. <laughs> right. Everybody would want it. So I have gone back to making pasta for them, and then I make a spaghetti squash for me so that they don't have, aren't punished. But yeah, if you can do it, you should do it. Yeah. Do it. No, Victor, he brought home... Uh, he told me about it like a month ago or t- two months ago, and he brought home all this coconut oil and yeah. heavy whipping cream and like yeah. sugar-free Jello and Ugh. yes, you know all this stuff. And I'm just like, what is? What this? are we doing? You know, <laughs> right? And I'm just like, who are you? Yeah. Well, and it's good so, for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he started doing it, and he lost. He lost like five pounds. That's good. But then he started integrating some fasting things. So I don't know what that is. But. You know, I have done that too. That's kind of a new thing. Uh, intermittent fasting where you basically wait 12 to 15 hours before you eat. And That's what he's doing. Yeah. The best thing to do is to do it when you go to bed and then just mm-hmm. wait until later in the day the next morning to eat something. But I will never give up coffee. So I don't know if I'm being super militant about it, but I always drink coffee in the morning no matter no matter what. Yeah. So speaking of uh, the worst, your oldest son finally got a cell phone. He did. I am so excited. And I was a little irritated. Why? Because you're like, everybody, please text him your phone number. So he has all the important phone numbers in his phone. I'm like, yeah, that's a really good idea. So I texted him and I said, hey, it's your favorite aunt. You know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this is my number. And I'll have Uncle Daryl, you know, send you his. And he's like, okay. 
That's the response I got. <laughs> Malia says, so you got a cell phone. Do you have Snapchat yet? And he sent her like an essay of <laughs> his life. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I get an okay. I get two word. I get two letters and you get an essay. And then he goes, so anyway, about this English homework. And I'm like, ah, what? I'm like, come on. He That's asked, funny. He asked his cousin to help him with his homework. And I'm like, okay, well, at least he has my number. I guess I'm not the cool aunt. <laughs> no, I have, you are. I have the cool cousin. He has the cool cousin, so. Well, what happened was, is I sent a group message to everybody with his phone number, and nobody replied for, like, 15 minutes. Wow. And so I was just like, okay. I'm like, well, everyone's busy, or they're doing whatever. Yeah. And then everybody replied at the same time. Yeah, so because his- I, sent out, I sent out the beacon. I sent out the call to everyone. I, I rallied the troops. I'm like, you guys. This right. Is and I get the responses first. <gasps> Ryan has a cell phone. I didn't even get a cell phone until I was 13 years old. How does he get a cell phone? Because he'll be 13 in November. <laughs> yeah. And not only that, I said, you guys, he's going to be doing like three sports this year. He needs to be able to get in touch with his mom. So mom doesn't have to stand around in the parking lot for three hours every day. And so... All of a sudden, his phone just starts blowing up, and he hasn't quite—he hadn't quite figured out how to like update a, con- a contact <laughs> or something like that. And so he's you like, "Mom, I've got all these—I'm getting all these messages," and he's trying to reply, but he's trying to like be like, "Who's who?" and all this stuff. And so I think when he replied, "Okay," it was just because he was overwhelmed. Yeah, I don't think it was—I don't think it was because he was trying to be impersonal. Mm-mm. But you know how it is. It's your yes. aunt. You know, it's different I than do. your cousin. So, and then plus Mackenzie, she texted him for like an hour. Oh my God. <laughs> so. She loves. She loves to text. She loves yeah, to contact She sent people. him a picture of, you know, what she was doing in culinary school. and Oh, yeah. She's you know, so, all that stuff. She's all about it. <laughs> it was funny. She is funny. Well, that's good. I'm glad. And we, we all and now we can just bug him whenever we want. Yeah. That's the fun part. That's the yeah. fun part. Okay. So we've caught up about sicknesses and insomnias and keto and diet and how clothes look good when you wear the right size. And now it's time to get to our very favorite part of this episode, the hugly and awkward moments of the week. two good ones good we got some submissions now the one was an inadvertent submission but it was so good that i had to snatch it off of her timeline because it's our you and i our favorite friend tracy yes i love her so much i I don't I, i wish i knew her better like i wish i had remembered her when she was your friend in high school right well you know what's funny about tracy is she used to be my frenemy in really uh, elementary school but she didn't know that (laughs) this was a fight of your own doing (laughs) because when she came to my school I think starting in fourth or fifth grade she instantly became like the most popular girl in school oh no and um, she had just moved there from Nebraska I was instantly jealous because I had been the most popular girl in school. I see. And so um, she had her way of doing her bangs a certain way. And then like everybody started doing their bangs that way. Everybody liked it. All the boys liked her. 
Well, most of the boys liked her. They most of the boys liked another girl because she had big boobs. But, <laughs> you know, for the most part, they really liked her. Yes. I was just super jealous and I didn't really like her. But then we became friends. That's true. Like later. And well, so. she she is spicy for sure and i i adore her and she is truly an ugly and awkward person like we are yes and she just makes me laugh she's she's just so great but anyway so i don't know when this took place it was probably a couple weeks ago and uh they went to go see pink the singer pink at some place i i wanted i don't think it was vegas but it was somewhere and so this she did a quick recap of her evening She's like, we're sitting in the hotel restaurant having dinner. We tweeted Pink, telling her to come down so we could buy her a drink. Ten minutes later, Pink walked in. No way. She said there were six people sitting in the place, and the other four were on the other side of the restaurant. I looked up and excitedly and excitedly said, well, hello. And, she, and Pink said, hi. I said, we just tweeted you to come down. And she said she doesn't get on Twitter. Oh. <laughs> so she said... Then we said she had an amazing show. She said, thank you. She walked through to the back of the restaurant. At that point, I couldn't let the night go without at least trying to get a photo. So I walked over and that's when the bodyguard stopped me and said, no pictures. (laughs) Total bummer. Oh. Later, her husband walked back through and talked with us for a second before he left. All in all, we had a night we'll never forget. As soon as she walked in, I stood up super fast. (laughs) This is the awkward moment. Other than saying, well, hello, thinking that Pink came down because she tweeted her. As soon as she walked in, I stood up super fast, pointed at my outfit like an idiot, like she's never seen anyone wear pink in her presence. (laughs) She said there's just no way to contain that kind of excitement. I laughed so hard when she said she stood up really fast and pointed at her pink clothes. Because <laughs> that's totally something you or I would do. Like, pink, look, we're wearing pink. We saw your I'm wearing pink because you're pink and it's, you know. <laughs> well, what made me laugh? Get it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or what, what also made me laugh is when she probably also said, well, hello, and stood up and immediately showed her the pink and said, we just tweeted for you to come down. And pink's like, yeah, she totally shit all over her. Yeah, I don't go on Twitter. <laughs> so it's like, oh, oh, well, just oh, ironic. <laughs> just one of those timing things. How Strange. Funny. Well, look at my pink shirt. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. But How it's just fun, though. Oh, my God. Right. She met she met Corey and she met pink. At dinner. Awesome. I'm like, I thought that was super cool. And, you know, way to ugly it up. <laughs> Immediately. Knowing B, is, I wouldn't be able to get out of my chair fast enough. I'd be uh, begging all over the table. Like, get up. Get get my phone. Yeah. It, but still, it was. Clank, it was, clank, clank, clank. Yeah. Yeah. Knocking over a, a glass in your way. Trying to Everything. show her your pink shirt. Oh, God. I thought that was a, first of all, it's a super cute, ugly and awkward moment. Also, it because we, we know Tracy and she's that way. And so I just thought it was great how she was like, well, you know, when you're ugly and awkward, you think everything's about you. That's why you're usually why you're ugly and awkward. So the fact that Pink ironically showed up moments after she tweeted, come down, we'll buy you a drink. And there she is. You think, oh, she she knows it's me. Like she realizes it's me. That's why well, I'm that going to would stand be up my thinking. Lead. I'd be like, oh my god, that's so awesome. She totally responded to our tweet. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't she? I I use a cute I use a cute photo on my Twitter. I'm obviously not insane, you know, because that's what you're thinking. And then you stand up quickly and point at your pink shirt. 
I mean, you know, it's just totally an ugly and awkward moment. Well, when completely. she showed up, that's what I thought is she's just Me like, too. Oh my God. She, she, she I responded to her tweet. I did too. I read it until I continued reading the story and went, aw. And maybe maybe she did respond to the tweet, came down and saw them and went, Nope. <laughs> and kept walking. I mean, we don't know. I mean, we we can't read anyone's minds. We don't know, that's but I true. doubt it. Tracy's really nice, and she's cute as pie, she so there's is. no way it was like, hell no, a bunch of mothers, no. So, anyway, the second one is from Merle. You know Merle. Yes. She she goes, I have, an ugly, I have a ugly moment, and I'm like, okay, this happened a long time ago, but it's, some, it's a story that's always stuck with her. I, I'm going to read it, but I'll probably, you know, read it so that we can understand it, because, you know, we, our brains work weird. Anyway, she was invited to be in uh, the maid of honor in a Catholic wedding, something that you have done. Yes. Maybe you can actually educate me a bit on this, actually. Mm-hmm. Maid of honor, it was in my 20s. It was a very Catholic traditional Latin mass wedding. Now, I do believe you participated in one of these. Did you not? I participated in a full Catholic mass wedding. Yes. Yes. As the maid of honor. Okay, so you tell me if you had to do this. During the rehearsal, the priest kept telling me directions on where to go, but was using the statues around the altar instead of go over there. I was getting flustered because he wouldn't even point in the general direction, just said go over to James, then to Mary, then back to the altar, then to Simon, and so on, because there obviously are there were statues of different, I guess, Bible characters or saints in this church. She goes, I'm Jewish. <laughs> so she, <laughs> she goes, I literally had to stop in the middle and say, hi, I'm a Jew. I don't understand where you're telling me to go because I don't know who is who in your giant chest set <laughs> in your giant chest set <laughs> yes That's the bride funny. starts laughing of course the bride is laughing because this is probably one of her bffs right the groom is irritated but starts laughing she goes he's a dick but he still is so whatever and <laughs> i think it's funny the priest glared at her I asked him to attach name tags to the base of the statue so I knew who was who, but he wouldn't do it. I think that's funny, actually, and I would have gotten some post-its, and I would have done it myself. Uh, that's what I would have asked. Yeah, I'd be like, look, if you're going to have me point to saints that I have no idea who they are, I'm getting post-its. So, but, but she didn't. And, you know, when you're in that situation, it's not like you're going to be, you know, essentially desecrating this platform, because you don't know, especially if you're Jewish. Why would you know anything about the Catholics? At all. I mean, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Well, see, I was fortunate because my friend, she got married at a parish. Okay. So it was like carpeted and it was like, you know, soft pews and things like that. There weren't a bunch of statues or anything like that. It's not how you think like, um, you know, like brick and, you know, stained glass and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So, So that may have been where she was. Maybe. With, like, the the statues and things like that. Maybe. But I did have to, I did play a very active role where <laughs> every time they had to go do something, I had to go lift her dress and, like, smooth it out. And yeah. I had to start the mass where I had to go up to the father and, like, cross my arms and, like, bow my head. And that was mm. my sign that... I'm starting the mass, but I'm not Catholic, so don't feed me the cracker. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Oh, you have to be, you had to be Catholic to get the cracker? Yes. Interesting, interesting. They're like, no, no meat for you. No cracker for you. No flesh for you. Paula does not want the cracker. No, (laughs) Paula doesn't (laughs) want the cracker. 
okay, so to me, that's ugly. That's awkward already. Like, yeah. she could have stopped with that, and that would have been enough. But no. Fast forward to the wedding, and of course, she went the wrong direction. So he corrected me, and I muttered shit under my breath, which was more oh. of a sta- stage whisper, because, you know, they're mic'd. Oh. It's a, it's a very large Catholic mass, so there's probably hundreds of people, and they always mic the priest. So she, <laughs> she said... She said she did a stage whisper shit towards the end. I did notice him sigh and throw up his hands. <laughs> Can you imagine? I would be like, look, I realize that the Jews and the Catholics don't get along, but I'm doing my best here. All right. I'm doing my best. So anyway, I'm like, hey, you know, that's pretty good. I I mean, a shit and a, a flaring of the hands. I mean, you gave him a show. You gave him a show to what's a very long, arduous process to get married, right? Yeah, I mean... Most people, whether you're in church or synagogue or whatever, try not to say shit, but... You well, know. you try, you know, but we're talking about 20-somethings, so maybe, you know, you don't... You're not aware of your surroundings sometimes. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I've been to several different types of, you know, religious places of worship, and they all make me uncomfortable. There isn't one where I feel good, you know, where I feel like and I'm not going to... most of the time, you've been drinking before the wedding anyway. So. <laughs> There's always some pre-gaming going on with the bride. I, I can see it happening for sure. That So that was her ugly moment. But she did add an addendum that she ended up uh, in, the, in a back room and she ended up having sex with the, the best man. Oh, my God. I know. And then she came... Or, or he was a guest or something. I'm not sure. Anyway, so she came out and she missed her toast. <laughs> <gasps> and I'm like, you are a classic bridesmaid. <laughs> classic Jeez, bridesmaid behavior. That is so naughty. <laughs> I know. She's she doesn't have any regrets, by the way. She goes, he was gorgeous. And I'm like, oh well then it's worth it. It's worth it. Well, I mean, you can't pass an opportunity like that. You really shouldn't. You really shouldn't. You should just go with it. You're only you're only young once. If you get the opportunity to go with somebody who's delicious looking, then just do it. That is funny. That's what your 20s are all about. Anyway, with that being said, we have if we I mean, they're hard to compare because they're two very different ugly moments. But traditional ugly, I would have to say, would go to Tracy. Yeah, because I mean, that's something I mean, I can visualize myself doing this. Yes, I can see that. But for like classic ugly. Yeah, like. That's almost like a movie, Hugly. You know, you could definitely see that in a Nora Ephron film, for sure. For sure. John Hughes, maybe? Yeah, definitely. All right, well, let's see. I'm going to give, I think it's a cute, it's a cute, Hugly moment in my mind. So I'm going to give Tracy 14,000. I do think that the epic proportions of Merle's is much higher. Yeah, I would give her 20,000. Me too. I was thinking 20,000 as well. So congratulations, Amaril. You are ugly and ugly and awkward. And uh, I very much appreciate the submission. And I hope that encourages others to submit theirs because I freaking love them. I love that we're not alone, Paula. (laughs) Yeah, this is amazing. It really is amazing. We've had we've had some really good ones this year, and I'm super, super happy about that. So keep them up. Keep them up. Oh, before we close the show, two things. One thing I forgot to ask Daryl about producer Dub last week. You know, they're really refining this male birth control. Have you heard about this? No. Okay, well, you know how women take the pill, and they've been doing it since the 60s. 
Um, and with, I mean, it just really messes with your body. We all know that we've all taken the pill. I was on the yeah. pill for a total of two months. I gained 30 pounds and I threw them away. I refused to do it. Yeah. I think I've been on the pill a total of like a year and yeah. it just isn't, it doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me either. No. And if I could, if I needed to, I would, pro- I would probably do something like the IUD or something, but no, the I pill, tried that too. And it just bled me dry so (laughs) it wasn't good for you okay well you know we're we're mexican we're We're a rare breed we're just really made for making babies say we were meant to you know procreate and fill this planet with sexy hot spicy people so (laughs) that's why birth control is not good for us but anyway for those of us we have taken the pill so now they're they're trying to refine and perfect a male version uh, a, a daily pill contraceptive for men and men are complaining because it messes with their hormone levels and they're seeing some people are seeing a decrease in libido and others don't like the weight gain, which makes me laugh, of course, because God, we've been battling. <laughs> yeah, I know. And they're a little more emotional and they don't like it. And so they're like, well, if you can fix all of that, I would do it. First of all, even if you could fix all of that, I'm trying to think of the percentage of men who would remember to take it. First of all, I just don't know how high that would be. No, because, I mean, they're probably reducing it to the point where they have to take it, like, within the hour every day. Right. You know, like the mini pill. Mm -hmm. And um, guys just don't remember to do that. I mean, if they could get a shot or something, maybe. But what I find funny is how they're complaining about the side effects. And yet, if you've ever been in a, you know, heterosexual relationship where birth control is an issue, they don't care. They're like, well, I'm sorry that you're bloated or you've gained 10 pounds, honey, but, you know, we don't have, we, we can't have kids right now. The only birth control that worked for me was the patch. And really, I liked that one, except for one time it came sliding off during sex. Oh, shit. <laughs> you're like, no, stop. Things got a little slippery. <laughs> like a band-aid it's kind of funny that is funny i'm like where's my patch and then he picked it up he's like he picked it up he's all here it is (laughs) (laughs) you have to really be comfortable (laughs) to do that kind of stuff so oh that's so funny anyway and then the other thing that i read that i just could not wait to tell you i can't tell you how disappointed i was that you got sick last week because i so badly wanted to tell you about this because it's just it's so bad apparently there's a new tradition of women having seabirds where they go to this is happening in europe (laughs) not here maybe it's happening here i don't know they go into the sea and deliver their baby and then come out of the water with their baby. And there's a doctor who is specializing in this. So he goes out to the ocean, out into the shallows, delivers the baby. And then I saw a photo of the father holding a, a little like bucket with the placenta and the cord hanging out oh, of God. it. And the doctor has the baby and the mom is chilling in the water. And then she comes out. And of course, the woman they showed, it doesn't even look like she had a baby. She's wearing a bikini. And I hate her because she obviously does not look like a normal person. She's like a Brazilian. She's gorgeous. I'm like, I hate you. Of course you had a sea baby coming out of the ocean. Do you really want all that blood and fluid in the ocean? Like, wait until a shark comes up and like eats a newborn or something like that. Paula, there's so many things. The bacteria alone. First of all, it's not a private beach. Second, oceans are filthy. (laughs) 
and there's all kinds of weird bacteria that just l- exist in the sea. Can you? I mean, a woman isn't more vulnerable than when she's basically turned inside out delivering a baby. It's just so unhealthy. It just seems really poor, a poor choice. Whose idea was this? I have no idea. But the man, the, the doctor is male, and he, apparently he's done this many times since becoming nouveau. And I'm like, no, it's not. This is not becoming nouveau. This is not a thing. I refuse to believe that this is a thing. No. I don't like water births in, in people's bathrooms, let alone That's this. That's yeah. There's, I don't want to sit in my own shit. I don't want to sit in my own waste. That's just disgusting. It's just not. I just don't. I just can we just do it the normal way? Go to a hospital. I know. What's so wrong? What's so wrong with being in a hospital? (laughs) Having that plastic bag at the end of the table that just takes it all away, and you can just act like it never happened. I mean, I'm really okay with that. Really, I'm okay with it being that sanitary. I get the baby at the end. I still have to do all the work. I just don't want to deal with the mess. Honestly. Like, maybe if it was, like, Lake Tahoe, that'd be different. Paula. Just kidding. There are... People dump their goldfish in there. <laughs> you can't do that. I'm just kidding. You can't do that. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was thinking about the shark factor, actually. I'm like, there's got to be sharks, man. There's got to be something that would come and nibble at someone's cooch or something. Oh. I can't do it. <laughs> I read a joke the other day. It said, you think having sex outdoors, like in the forest, would be really hot, but what happens when a bug crawls up your asshole? Oh and then someone replied, threesome? Oh God. So I thought funny. it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Twitter's been on fire lately. <laughs> I just find all these funny people, and I just, I'm using it for what it was meant to be, I guess. Super funny. Anyway, Paula, thank you so much for yes. gutting it out and doing a show. And hopefully next week we'll be able to do our top five free passes. Oh, that's right. Well, this wasn't the week to do it. You need to be of sound mind. You need to, because re- I don't want you to say something you'll regret. Yeah, <laughs> I really. want you to be clear headed. Uh, yeah, the right. I'm <laughs> what? just kidding. Yeah, exactly. You're like, I was insomniatic. I didn't know what I was saying. I had just seen a show. No, I had asked producer Dub because you know how he is. He he's like any man in a loving relationship. He is not going to show his cards if he can help. Did you it. get any name out of him? I did. I got a couple. Now I know you're not going to listen to the show because you've been ill. I don't want you to go back and do that. It's at the very end anyway. But I told him <laughs> you should have seen his face too. I told him we were doing this. And he looked at me almost like, "Why? Why are you doing it?" And I'm like, "You know why I'm doing it because I have them and I want to talk about it." I said, "What about you?" I go, "Do you have any?" I go, "And you're in a safe place. You can say it. I'm not going to be mad." He said, "Okay." Even though he always every man knows it's a trap. He fell for it. He fell for it because I'm convincing and he can do it and I'll, I'll hold it over him forever, but not really. We're open about that kind of stuff. So he uh Kate Upton. Oh, okay which I I actually knew about. And he's not a big fan of the blondes, but Kate Upton is an exception because of her right. boobs, which he's he's a boob man. So all these, Jennifer Love Hewitt, he loves Jennifer God, Love Hewitt. God, he's loved her forever. Forever. And then uh, he said before she chopped all her hair off, he really liked Alyssa Milano. She doesn't really have big boobs, though, does she? She does. She does. And she also loves baseball. Oh, big baseball fan. okay. But what's funny is um, I think he remembers her from Charmed from long oh, ago okay. in, in the okay. 90s or the late early 2000s when she was on Charmed. She, she does have boobs. But I was like, that kind of dates you a little bit. A little. But although Kate Upton's pretty current, you know, 
I said, is there some rando porn star that I'm not aware of? I mean, that's only three. He's like, no, I just don't, you know, he doesn't think like that. I'm like, okay, well, three's good. Three is good for a man who was afraid to say anything. Oh, yeah, there you have it. Yeah, those are the three for him. So I, I, but I, of course, I can come up with more. So (laughs) I can come up with more. Yeah, really, I have to have a whole deck of cards. <laughs> yeah. So you and I will will come up with our list and maybe next week if if we're all on the up and up, we will discuss it. All right. Producer Dub is in here. His ears were ringing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go ahead. All right. We'll have a happy rest of your week and we'll see you on Sunday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on the Ugly Truth.